Happy New Year. Welcome into 2022, the year of Peaky Blinders. Another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders for you all. Daniel Gilman alongside Josh Levy. Josh, 2021, no Peaky Blinders. 2020, no Peaky Blinders. We need to just take a second and like appreciate you, our listeners, for just continuing to listen for a show that hasn't aired now in two full calendar years. But we got graced with a January 1st trailer. It may not have grace in the trailer, but there was plenty of grace in it and, uh, and some fun things to talk about here. Josh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well, Daniel. Happy New Year to uh, all our, our uh, Peaky fans. We were blessed with a great trailer, a very, very well done trailer. It did a really good job of kind of suspensing us. I guess I don't even know if that's even a proper usage of the word, but... Uh, there was a lot of suspense. There's, I don't know what's going to happen. It seems, it seems like it's going to be a really good season. I think it's probably going to be the best and most different season of Peaky that we've seen. It seems like there's going to be a lot of action. It's going to be very dark. It's been dark in other times, but like a different kind of dark. And so I'm just excited to see what comes and break it down. Yeah, I love, I love kind of dissecting the cinematography, which is something that we're going to keep doing here throughout the weeks of this, this trailer compared to the first season trailer. It's cool to look and see the bright colors of the season one trailer. And then now a lot of dark colors, a lot of glooming skies in the background. Um, but before we jump into that, wanted to remind you guys, as always, you can kind of keep in touch with all the episodes by subscribing, by following us over on Twitter and Facebook at facebook.com slash peaky podcast and twitter.com slash by order of peaky. And then what we'll do this episode is give a big brief brushstroke overview of the trailer and kind of our plan until mid-February. We still don't have an exact date, but we'll just kind of shoot for mid-February. That's our assumption of when the season will begin on BBC, which we'll dive into in the oncoming weeks on the best ways to watch it, how to watch it if you're not in England like we are not, because otherwise you're probably waiting until June or July to get the entire season on Netflix. So what we're also going to do is just inundate bonus content on patreon.com slash buy order of Peaky for just $5. And we've got a, you know, a ton of you diehard Peaky heads that are helping fund Josh and I and our lives and, and continuing to, to try to put aside a few hours a week to making content for you without any ads here on our Apple stream. But what Josh and I are going to do, we're going to finish recording this right now. We're going to go do an authentic reaction podcast going through the live trailer on patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. So if you want to listen to that, go ahead and, and jump on that and subscribe and, and join our other uh, fun community members. And, and a couple of them, Josh, were messaging me in the new year asking if we've seen the trailer so we can kind of dive right into it. We've seen the trailer and we've seen two teaser, tra teaser trailers as of now. Both teaser trailers, Josh kind of gave us an idea that there was going to be a lot of plot, right? Like, you know, we've got the Alfie and the Tommy teaser trailer, that one last task for you. And then the Ada and the Tommy teaser trailer, like something bad's going to happen. And I think this trailer was very juicy, right? In terms of how many characters we got jumped in. Was there one thing that you kind of want to dive into here in this trailer so far? Because it was a quote, this will be the end of it. That's kind of the, the theme of this season. 
Yeah, I think that the, that the one thing that really caught my eye and just kind of solidified what the theme of the season is going to be is that it's going to be uh, Tommy versus Oswald Mosley. And he kind of says, you know, this is our, our biggest our, our biggest opponent. I don't remember exactly what he says, but our like toughest foe to date, basically. Yep. And it kind of pans to Oswald Mosley with his was it with with his love interest. It was yeah, Diana Mitford is what we're right. assuming, right? You know, the newest addition, Amber Anderson. Right. So that that was just kind of like something that that solidified what we had been talking about so often was that that's going to be the main foe of the season. Now, something else that really caught my eye is the fact that, as we said, they're introducing new characters, which is crazy. And there was so much going on in so many different directions, and seeing um, Michael Gray and seeing you know how how much he's grown they, yeah, they kind of portray him they, a Mike, lot older i was about to say he's got like that thin pencil mustache right, that we've seen right. in pictures feels like so long ago right that we saw those pictures finally leaked about a year ago or maybe eight nine months ago of uh of finn cole and and killian murphy on set and the there's definitely an americanized version of gina and michael mm-hmm. that we're seeing with the dress and and we'll we'll kind of post a lot of pictures on our twitter and our facebook throughout the weeks there was no uh, james freshville no conrad khan those were two names that we were waiting to see we did see stephen graham and this is right. going to jump into my first crackpot sec- section i guess of 2022 and that's that maybe oswald mosley isn't the biggest threat maybe that's mm-hmm. a line of Tommy talking about Stephen Graham and then them showing us Oswald Mosley because I don't think Stephen Graham is going to play a good guy, right? Just by his no, look. No, no, no. He, he has that deep voice. Yeah, he's, he's Al Capone from, uh, from Boardwalk right. Empire. He's in line so, of duty. He, he, you know, he, he's got a line. It's like his quoted line, and this is why I, I think this, Stephen Graham on the trailer says, I hear there are some men here from Birmingham looking for me. Not many men from Birmingham that aren't Peaky Blinders, right? Uh, it's definitely alluding to the Peaky Blinders, but that could also mean that Tommy want to team up, right? That Tommy's seeking his help because maybe he, maybe he's like some leader of some militia group, some like you Early. know, you know, outside militia group that kind of takes kind of like the Billy Boys kind of group that is just violent. They're kind of hitmen. Um, yep. Maybe Tommy you know, isn't going to be able to do this on his own and he needs to hire a hitman to kind of do his dirty work, kind of like an Abarama gold kind of thing. Yeah, Um, I I agree. So that's a good, those are all, we need a gold replacement, right? Abarama and Bonnie are gone. Um, It's, you know, one last deal to be done. Then we Peaky Blinders rest. So that that, the phrase, the last deal is not something that we often get from, from Tommy, right? It's not about compromises. He's usually about demolishing his opponents. So it's interesting to kind of go into it. He's, he's way more political now, right? He's an OBE. He works in, uh, in uh, parliament. So I wonder what the deal could, could kind of sprinkle around there. Another thing to think about. And then the women. That was my biggest takeaway from the trailer. The, the Gina Gray, Ada Shelby, Diana Mitford, and then one other that I'll talk about in a second. But Ada Shelby, I think, is going to take center stage in this season. We're going to see the progression of Ada. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think that that's great for the show because there have been times where she's gone, you know, she's been gone for a while and she comes back and she kind of, she comes back very briefly and very intermittently. I think that she's going to be a very vital character in the show. And I wouldn't be surprised if she does something to kind of save the family and save the day, which would be very yeah. fitting and would kind of show her, her progression and her progression of her character arc. 
So it's also interesting to, to, to see. I, I just don't know, based off the trailer, how they're going to fit all this in into I, six episodes. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're, they have to have like one or two episodes that are an hour and a half that are many movies. Like I hope so. I, I don't know. They haven't announced that, but there seems to be so much going on to fit into six episodes. I mean, you got things going on with, with Alfie. You know, you got things going on with, with Michael. You have the storyline going on with Oswald Mosley. We, we know, we know there are characters being introduced. So, And we know there are Nazis because we saw the swastika. We saw yes. the black shirt rally. So that's going to be an addition. We know World War II is going to be impending. I, I want to tackle both of those things. The first one, you just said it. I think we may have a similar to Gangs of London style episode that could just like, you know, right in the middle of the season, be a very standalone, tackle like three specific topics, but leave the Shelby's out of it or the Shelby dispute out of it, something like that, right? Where like they just go off on one episode and answer three questions and then never touch on those questions again. That would be very, I guess, Stephen Knight-esque in, in the way that he likes to break things up in movie style. So I could see this season being very movie-ish with its cinematography, but the Ada stuff, and this is a quote from Ada, take a good look, Tom, because one of us isn't going to be here for long. Another one, it could be three things. It could be, she could be talking about a, an enemy of theirs. She could be saying that I am threatening to leave you or the obvious one is just like, Tom, like you're probably going to die soon, right? Like that, yeah. those are the three options on the Ada front. And uh, I, I'm hoping for one situation where Ada like rises into the Polly role, right? Like she realizes like Polly's not here anymore, whichever way that they find a way to write out the, the, the character, unfortunately. Um, I'd like to see Ada as turn into the, the, the girl that was role model of Ta, you know, like Polly was her role model. So can she become more of that Polly? And then Josh, we, I mean, we, we've been teasing it and I want to talk about it. I was I was big on Esme. So just let's not forget. Let's I I got the emails ridiculing me, saying there's no way Esme is coming back. I was I was long I was long on Esme, and I'm 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 reaping my my stock market reward now because we saw Esme in the trailer. She's back. I I really wonder what vital role she plays in this. Obviously, her and her family can do things for, for Tommy in, in mystical ways. I don't know how the gypsies come into play, but there's probably, I mean, it, it'd be crazy if like Esme saves the day and like saves the Peaky Blinders. That would yes. be wild. That would be, that would be something I, I'm still, you know what I mean? Like, you know what they say, right? You might as well just double down. Uh, I'm going to continue saying that she's the black cat from last season. She's the one. But how? She's the she's got to be the only one that knew where Abarama Gold was and his traveling bunch, because she's involved in the Lee family and the Gypsies and everything. What do you wait? What do you mean how? Let's go back to it because like, it was a while like, ago. It was a long time ago. I, no, I'm like forgetting. Did, right, right. Did Esme like did, was Esme involved like a lot? In, that in was the my last prediction. Season? She wasn't involved at all in the last season. Right. Okay. So, that's why I was confused. No, she married well might be, but I don't understand how she would know. So, so last season, you know, let's go back. We're going to do a season five rewatch for all of you guys. It's not just going to be for we Patreon. We are going to do it. We are going to start soon because the assumption is we are about seven weeks away as we record this on January 3rd. We're about seven weeks away from season six debuting. So we're going to try to time it off. And if we have to do two, you know, one week when we finally get that, that date, we'll do that. But this conversation will be better then. 
but we had a lot of talk about who the black cat was, right? Tommy's nightmares about a black cat. And then all of a sudden the Billy boys find and kill Bonnie Gold in, in a spot where they thought there's no way that they could know where they were. Remember and all of that? And Tommy said right. it had to be Johnny Dogs. Nobody else could have known. So then they had that crazy scene in front of his house where he threatens to kill Johnny Dogs. And we still don't know, right? And Billy Grade is the, you know, the, the easy guess for how everything went down at the end of the season, but we still kind of are, are dealing with this, this baggage of how they knew where Bonnie and Abarama were because nobody could have known where they were, right? You know, it's like only right. Polly and Abarama knew. And, and I, I, just going back to my predictions of, I, I thought that it was, you know, Esme hates Tommy. That's where it's like, if she saves the day, like, holy shit, because she left furious, right? She didn't want her husband to be involved. We obviously lost Joe Cole in a, in a, you know, in now a couple of the shows that we've seen, but it's just one of those things where like, I saw, I just, I think Esme is bad. And she, her visuals in the three seconds that we saw her in this season, she doesn't well, look she like always, a good character, but she never looks she never like an upright like character. <laughs> so that's a little, that's a little like refresher of why I still think it was her that cued and maybe is teamed up with Oswald and maybe she, is the foe you never know there's a lot of options and i i'm still on the board that esme is bad but i want to hear what you guys obviously have to think about this so you guys can shoot us an email we're also available we can you can comment on facebook reply on twitter or email us at b-o-o-t peaky blinders at gmail.com but those were the main five takeaways that i had right with esme we've got oswald and diana ada stephen graham and then gina and michael we didn't get a lot of Arthur. We got a one scene with Tommy consoling Arthur's neck. But what, what are we thinking from the Arthur perspective? And we didn't get any sights of Linda in the, in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I actually have no idea what to expect on the Arthur front. I don't know what his role is. Uh, I, I've, I've said time and time again that I think that him, that he dies or Tommy dies. One of them, one of the two are dying. They're not both living, in my, in my opinion. Um, I could very easily see Arthur getting killed off at the end um, in some, I mean, there's, there's a scene of the trailer where Tommy is kind of just like an all out shooting in, in the yeah. middle of the night. And it's like, what is he shooting at? Um, it seems like it's kind of a rage shooting. Um, and that could very easily be that Arthur got killed and Tommy is just saying, just all out effort. I'm just going to fire away. Very um, similar to when Arthur did it in the Chinatown scene, right? From exactly. very early. It. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't mind if we got a lot of like callback nods, right? Just like a reminiscing. They've had a lot of time to get clever with the writing and the the shots and being able to match things up with season one, season two. Even if there was like, imagine if we can get another Anne Brun song with like Tommy walking away from a near-death experience, like just something, cause they know how much we all love it, right? We know they listen to the podcast, obviously. So like all of our guests that have said that's their favorite scene, everybody's, it's, all, it's everybody's favorite scene of the show. So like maybe one more of those are just like, if Tommy doesn't die to end the season, I'd love to have like him walking away with some sort of like tribute to that season two finale. No, that would, that would be interesting. I don't know. There's just so many question marks and I have no idea what to expect. And that's what a good trailer does. I agree. Keeps you on your toes. Very well done. Showing you some things, but also not showing you a, a lick at all. 
Um, I'm really curious to see where the Michael and Gina character are comes. You kind of see Michael and Gina looking really worried about something. Yeah. And what could that possibly be? I have no idea. I, you know what? The Michael and Gina of it all makes me even more like, how are they have time, right? Like there's so much. I, I, you know, when, when you're dissecting all of Tommy's uh-huh. issues, Michael and Gina's like almost at the bottom of the, of the pile. Yeah. And it's kind of going back to maybe what you said in the past that maybe they do team up you know, put their differences aside and that could very well happen. But it, I agree. It's like, how do you develop that, those, all these character arcs so quickly within six episodes? I, I have every, I have all the faith in the world that, that Stephen Knight can do it and do it effectively. Um, I almost kind of wish that they had two more seasons, but I'm not uh, yeah. complaining before the season's even started, but. We're keeping the know. complaints at a minimum. So I do want to ask you, Josh, you know, it's been a long time. Josh and I has, have not gone back to watch any of season five since we watched it, right? Watched it, did the instant reaction pods that you can still go back and listen to us, blown away from something, disappointed with other things. What are one or two things that you are either most intrigued to find out or most excited to rewatch here in this fifth season? And then I wanna add the opposite, right? What are you least excited for in this in, in this season five rewatch we're about to do? So, what I'm most excited to rewatch uh, in season five is to kind of get well-versed in the political climate of, of things. Cause it's very confusing to be well-versed on like European, uh, European history, like 1930s European history. I took AP European history in high school and it was like the hardest class I've ever taken in high school and college. So it's very difficult. So like on, on a rewatch, I'm going to heavily focus on all the different parties and all the different and, and, and all the uh, political climate that's going on around the piggy blinders because it's like confusing on the first watch. And I think it's really important that if you really understand that, it really helps your understanding of the show as a whole. So well, no more, really no more season three. Is it Russia? Is it Georgia? Is it Czechoslovakia? Yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated. And like, even <laughs> I know, as much I know. as you want to look it up, it's complicated and it's all fact. So um, that's what I'm most excited about for on my, on my rewatch. And what I'm most excited about for season six I mean, in, in, in general, is just to, to see what happens. To, I mean, we're going to know what happens to the Peaky Blinders uh, character, like as a whole, like their character arc. I want to know how that book's going to close because we're, we definitively know now that it's going to be the end of, of like the Peaky Blinders run. Like, it's not going to be like a, oh, it's open to interpretation. They're going to go on their merry way. No, the war is going to start and right. there's going to be dead people in Peaky Blinders and there's going to be people that go to the war, right? That's pretty much it. Right. So I'm, I'm excited to know what happens, whether it be good or bad. And I think that it would be such a masterful job if bad things happened to the Peaky Blinders and there was a downfall. That, that would put the show top five, in, in my opinion. If there's no it, happy ending, right? Right. It's like, that's what separates the good from the great is like when there's no happy ending and they do it really well. Like yeah. Game of Thrones didn't do the ending well and there wasn't necessarily a happy ending, right? No, but they but wanted it, to please everybody and that's the problem. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I, I don't think Peaky Blinders is in the business of pleasing anybody. No. And I, I'm telling you, I think that the show would have the, maybe, the one of the, maybe the best ending ever if it ended in Tommy Shelby dying. I, I think that it would be it would take balls to do that, and that's what I'm really excited to see what happens with Tommy, not anyone else, but what happens with Tommy, solely Tommy. Yeah. And is there anything that you're dreading on the season five rewatch? Because I have one or two things. I'm dreading is, I mean, 
It was just slow. So I'm just that's, like, I'm worried about that's exact. I'm worried about the pace. I'm yeah, hoping I'm, I'm like worried that I'm not gonna put the focus that I need that I need to, to really do because I need to focus on this political climate. Right yeah, now. I'm but, confused. But but on the flip side, the devil's advocate in me is saying we did have to just watch one episode and then wait a week and think about every minute of that episode. Where right. I guess we're gonna kind of do that same thing, but realistically, like we may watch two episodes a week, let's say, you know, and that way we can kind of get it a little bit quicker, or we have the option to just and you do as well as home, like second episode finishes season five, even though we're not going to record our season five episode two, you know, right there, we could just watch three and four. We don't, we, it's a spoiler filled rewatch. So I'm not too worried right. about keeping things away. We're going to tease towards the next few episodes in our rewatch anyways. So that's something that I'm, I'm less worried about, but yes, pace is important, but I'm very excited to watch it with the knowledge of the deaths knowing that we're going to lose Operama at the end, knowing that Linda's going to have that big shootout with, with Arthur, a couple things, obviously the Barney situation, and then every scene with Billy Grade. Now that we've, you know, like I've talked to Emmett, Emmett J. Scanlon. I know him as a person. He's a funny guy. Now that I see him differently, I'm going to watch Billy Grade differently. And I guess the same goes for, for Donna, Johnny dogs, right? A lot of these, a lot of these actors that, uh, that, you know, that, that we've done interviews with. It's, it's fun. And, and speaking of, you know, I'm kind of going through The Witcher right now and it's great to see Billy Kitchen. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now, Josh. But we were able to talk to him, Paul, uh, Paul uh, Bullion. And, uh, and he was a yeah, fun yes. one. The big red-haired uh, beast in, uh, in, in, in The Witcher. So it's, it's fun to see that. And obviously uh, Johnny Dogs is also in, in episode one, season one of that Netflix show. But those were a couple of things that we're, we're really excited for. We're going to keep you guys appraised of our updates on, on getting that season five rewatch out for you. But I can, I can tell you in the next seven to eight days, we'll have that episode one review. And, and it's, it's gonna, we're going to have to shake off the rust, Josh. We haven't broken down an episode in, in, in a long time. Been like 700 days since we've broken down an episode of anything it's we're we're gonna be rusty but i'm excited to see our our progression from like where we started to where we are now i think we're a lot more polished i think i'm a lot more polished you obviously have a broadcasting background so you're the, the polish of the two but um i'm i'm excited to, to, do, to do another breakdown of an episode and i'm really excited that we finally have some closure on on this next season and, and how soon it's coming we don't have a date yet but we've had February. February's in stone now. So like there's only 28 days right. in February, right? Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're getting close. If, if we've waited this long, we can wait a month and a half. So. And I'll tell you right now, as polished as you say I am and as, as, as negative as some of the comments have been about some of our beginning seasons, you never mean, stop. Man. Never stop the, you know, the Alfie voice and the, the Tommy voice. The people, they're still listening for a reason, right? So you guys can you guys can stop listening if you hate our voices, but uh, but we're gonna keep on 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 you know entertaining ourselves and you guys in the process. So now what we're gonna do is press stop recording. We're gonna start our Patreon episode, a bonus app, as they all are. And for just five dollars, you can get our live reaction. About to press the beginning of this trailer. We're gonna go second by second through this trailer so you can hear it beginning. The winds of winter are coming and Josh and I are going to move over to Patreon now for the rest of our breakdown. We'll talk to you all soon with the season five rewatch beginning in just a little. He's Josh, I'm Daniel, and we binge so you don't have to.